When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to another edition of MCM Radio. I am your host, Jimmy Morris, at jmorrismcm on Twitter. You can see miracles.com at TitansMCM. Today is Tuesday, October 11th. The Titans are... About to enter their bye week. Uh, I'm sure they'll have a practice or two this week before a lot of people get out of town. Uh, Mike Vrabel said yesterday that you know injured players would stay behind in rehab, but most players I'm sure will take advantage of this little break that they get here. It comes at you know a good time for the Titans. I, it, when I saw the schedule initially released back in the spring and saw that this is when the bye week was, I was a little bit disappointed just because having a bye week this early. Um, you know, then you got a lot of season left to be played and you got to play every week. So, um, not too excited about that, but with the, with the injuries the Titans have already kind of piled up, it's, it's probably a good time and hopefully a week off. I mean, Bud Dupree, I think is really the biggest guy here that they need to get back. But then you've got a couple of guys that are on IR that'll have a chance to get back when, when they come back from the bye in Racy McMath and Elijah Molden. And both guys, I think they can really use at this point. Uh, Racy McMath gives them a guy that can at least run down the field that has some speed. I uh, don't know what exactly he has to offer in the passing game because we saw early in camp that you know he was making some waves, getting over the top, and then there was at least a, a ball or two in the preseason that he one that he caught, and there was another one I think Malik Willis missed him on that could have been a big play. Uh, so, you know, the Titans don't have a speed element to their offense right now. Now, you know, we'll talk about the offensive line here in a minute, but I don't know how much that even matters at this point, uh, because I don't know that they have time to let even the fastest guy in the world get down the field with the way this offensive line is blocking, but they certainly need that guy. They need the guy that, um, can at least threaten down the field and, you know, maybe loosen up defenses a little bit. Uh, Elijah Molden was a guy that was, was good for them last year, played in the slot, uh, corner, I think. He probably does that again as soon as he's healthy and ready to get back. That way you can move um, you can move your guys that have been playing inside McCreary and um, uh, wow Christian Fulton. You can move those guys outside and they can um, they can play outside. You can let Molden play in the slot. Uh, Fulton you know had one of his better games as a Titan against the Redskins uh, on Sunday. So um, hopefully. You know, he was banged up for a minute, but stayed in. He's, he's been a guy that has struggled with injury stuff, but has been really good for them. I think if you have those three out there, Roger McCreary, Christian Fulton, Elijah Molden, you feel pretty good about the, about where the corners are. Uh, you know, you get Amani Hooker back, hopefully after he's missed two games with a concussion. 
Uh, I think after two weeks off, he should certainly be ready to, to be back. So that, that, that'll be good. I get, like I said, Dupree, I mean, they just kind of round up the defense there, and, and then hopefully they can help with an offense that is having issues um, scoring points, moving the ball right now. So that'll be good. You know, the, the biggest thing that they need to figure out during this bye week is what they're going to do on the offensive line. I wrote about it a little bit yesterday. You can see miracles.com. Um, but, you know, the line as it was constructed on Sunday is not going to cut it. Now, the the Reds, or the Commanders, sorry, the Commanders do have one of the better pass rushes, uh, better front fours in the league. So, um, you know, you, you do have to take that into consideration. But, you know, we saw, like, Dennis Daly, Aaron Brewer, that, that combination on the left side is, is just not cutting it. And, you know, Brewer, I think, is a, is a fine player. He just weighs 274 pounds. It's just not big enough to be a guard in the NFL. Dennis Daly's terrible. And I, I don't understand what the, like, I, I, I don't know what the long-term solution is there. But he ain't it. And the sooner they figure that out, the sooner they start working something else in, the better off this team will be. I don't know why you don't give Dylan Raidens a shot to play there. And look, on it, obviously they know more about it than I do. So there may be some things that they've seen that they're like, no, he just he just cannot do it. But you know, we we've seen Raidens play left tackle one time. It was last year, a Thursday night game against the 49ers, and he did fine. Like I mean, he wasn't you know an All Pro level tackle or anything like that, but he was good enough. And I just, I don't understand. I mean, obviously, you know, Raiden's got to play on on Sunday because Nate Davis was out. Um, and he played right guard and, uh, again, was okay. But, you know, you spent a second-round guy on, a second-round pick on this guy, planning on him being your right tackle. At least, I mean, that's what it seemed like from the outside, right? Because, you know, the year before they drafted Isaiah Wilson, that obviously didn't work out. So, you spent a second-round pick the next year on Dylan Raiden's, and then... I, for whatever reason, he can't figure it out right tackle, and I'm, I never played offensive tackle, so I don't know what the what the huge differences are there. But clearly, he's not going to be the right tackle, right? Because I mean, he came into this camp with every you know advantage of winning that job, and NPF won it, and Raiden's went back to the bench, so he's not going to be the right tackle. But can they not try him at left and just see what happens? I mean, he he can't be worse than Dennis Daly. I mean, I, I know it's dangerous to say that. But I just don't see any way he can be worse than Dennis Daly. You spent a second-round pick on this guy. You know, it, it's a similar thing with Caleb Farley. And, look, I know Farley's been terrible, right? I mean, Farley fell down again on Sunday and gave up the long touchdown. Um, I don't know what it is with him, if it's, a, if it's a confidence issue, if it's a health issue, what it is. He obviously just isn't there right now. I know Mike Herndon said on Twitter that he just looks slower than he did in college. Um, that's Farley, but, like, Dylan Radins has gotten one shot to play left tackle and and did okay. Dennis Daly has now had what were three games in with him as as the left tackle. I think he was okay in one game, but he was terrible in the others. And so I just I don't know what the holdup is from trying Radins or anybody else. Honestly, at this point, go find somebody that's available. I, I just I mean I, they're, obviously there are not great players available right now. I understand that, but. Dennis Daly is not even like replacement level. So, I, you know, I don't know. That That's the thing to me. The biggest thing that they've got to get fixed during this bye week is the offensive line. And there's only so much you can do. There's only so many guys that are available. There's only so much personnel that's out there. There's only so much better the guys that you have are going to get. Like, I understand all of that. But it just seems like they might be able to do some reshuffling with what they have 
to at least try some things to see if, if they can get a better result. Because the, the way that this team is constructed, and we've been over and over and over. The AFC South is terrible. Titans are going to win the AFC South, um, even if the offensive line is bad. Like, that's we've, – we've seen that that's the case so far. They find ways to win these close games. Like, all those things are true. But if they want to have a shot to actually win against a good team, like to win a game in the playoffs, to, you know, to make any kind of noise – the offensive line is going to have to be better than it is right now because the rest of the offense, I mean, Derrick Henry looked great on Sunday, but the receivers haven't been great. They're not getting a lot of separation, and that, that's fine. Like, I don't think Robert Woods or Traylon Burks are guys that need a lot of separation to make plays. We, we've seen them still be able to make plays, but you've got to give time for things to develop, and they just they, they can't do that with the way it's currently constructed. So I really hope that they will at least evaluate that stuff and see if there's something different, if there's a different combination that could give them a better chance, because I just I don't understand the thought process of sticking with what they've done because it's terrible and it's clearly not working. And, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Right. That's, that's kind of where I feel like we are with this group right now. So that's what I hope to see during this bye week is some type of self-scouting, some type of self-evaluation to get a different combination of guys out there that can actually give them a chance to have a passing game and can help them to run game. So, again, you know, it's the bye week. Titans have won the last three. It's weird to be where we are. Well, it seems like there's a lot of frustration for a team that's won three in a row. But, you know, that that's obviously good. They've got some momentum. Got a couple winnable games here coming out of the bye. So, hopefully, they can keep that going. And, you know, if they're 5-2 and two after Colts-Texans, then they're in great shape. They're in great shape in the division. They're in great shape overall. They're the three-seater as it stands right now. So, um, anyway, that that's the biggest thing, though, that I, I hope that they can get fixed during the bye. All right, that'll do it for today. We'll be back later this week. We'll talk a little bit more about some things to look at, some numbers and that kind of stuff that we've seen so far from this team where they can hopefully improve those types of things. But we'll have a lot of stuff to digest on mutcmiracles.com this week so be sure and check that out again twitter at jmorrismcm at titansmcm thanks so much for listening and we will talk to you again later this week